just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This river bloke called Knuckles, some call him the Big Knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, Holy fuck! The cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, the show in which we extract the wildest and the best yarns from the best people around the world. As per usual, we've got the uh, GC apartment here and we've got one hell of a good cunt sitting beside me. Joshy Banks, how are you, Russ? Good to be here, Knuckles. Cheers, man. Fucking, uh... How's the GC for you? Been all right. We, I've been trying to keep it pretty quiet, but old Zachy's trying to run me rogue. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. He's going there. Yeah. <laughs> he tells me you're the rogue one. Oh, a bit of piss and that in me, and I might loosen up a bit. <laughs> but, yeah, we've got a few good yarns you might get along with. Yeah, 100%. Well, fucking tell us the proper true yarn, brother. Uh, well, uh, one will go straight out to Taran Cherwin, I'd say. We're in uh, Canada at Prince Albert PBR. Yep. He got on a bull in the short go there and knocked himself out and me and my wife were looking after him so we thought we'd take him back to the, the room and look after him, wake him up and do all that sort of business. My mate Code Kalachuk come over and we had sunk a few beers and had a few bongs and then next minute passed out. I woke up, missus is just cussing me going, don't you remember what you fucking did last night? And I said, got no fucking idea. Like we're only on the beers, I'd remember. I said, don't you remember pissing on him last night? I said, pissing on who? Taryn? I said, oh, no. And I just went to step out of my bed and it's just fucking wet. And I'm thinking, fuck, I'm not going to tell this cunt. Jesus. And think about it. So the missus is like, what are you going to do? I said, I'm not going to fucking tell him. But anyway, it's hit me. I've woke up, just thought I was going to have a piss, stood straight up and she's like, what are you doing? I said, I'll pay for it in the morning, don't worry about it. I must have knew I was pissing, but just didn't know who I was pissing on. But anyway, he survived. <laughs> he made the tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good little piss of that fella. <laughs> <laughs> Did he uh, ever find out? Yeah, I tried sending him a message and letting him know. I don't know if he thought I was full of shit or not. But, yeah. Oh, at least he's been informed, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pissing in the wind with him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done a fair bit of travelling, brother? Yeah, I was lucky enough to uh, 2011 head over to Canada and Try to pursue the dream of being a professional bull rider, and yep. like everyone, you wanted to win the world and got to meet everyone. Now we got to win the world, like Kyle Hamilton. We were lucky, yeah, enough to fucking do. yeah, hundred percent. But gee, we had a hell of a time, mate. Me yeah. and me, mate Corey Watterson, we yeah, we we're fucking rogues doing some silly shit. But yeah, yeah, no, we met some good people, rolled some F trucks, some Dodgers, and fucking tell seen us a the few fucking people. proper true yarn about rolling F truck, you mad guy. Uh, I was. CFR time, uh, well, I had this dodgy, like, little fucking rape van sort of thing that you'd rodeo <laughs> around in. You wouldn't go anywhere near it. And it was wintertime and Ben Foster, another Aussie that lives over there, he said, you can't be driving that in the winter. You're going to roll that fucking thing for sure. It's right out. Well, 
what do you want? He said, take me out truck. And he's just bought it. And he's put everything into it. And I was like, fuck, I'll roll that. And he said, no, no, you'll be right. So me and this other Kiwi fella, we went to the pub, had a few beers. I only had two. Poking home and as we turned off onto this road range, it was just a little bit of a slope on it. I just went and changed gears and she just slid down this ditch and fucking on the roof. It wasn't even faster than 40 k's, mate. Yeah, right. It was minus 31 degrees and we're on our fucking roof. And <laughs> I had to wind the window, like try to wind the window, but it wouldn't work because all the snow was packed in. So we cracked the cunt, brushed the glass there out of the way, dug ourselves out of this fucking hole, got up out of there like a gopher. And <laughs> it's about a k and a half to where we were living and another Aussie fellow, Jake Wilson, he was there and I run up there and it's about midnight, I guess. I said, oi, bud. Where's Scott Shifner's truck? Do we need fucking Scott Shifner's truck? He said, what, what for? I said, I need to tip this fucking F truck back over. And he said, what have you done? I said, fucking I've rolled this gun. And he's like, how drunk are you? I said, no, I've only had a few. And he's like, whatever you do, ring Ben tomorrow. Don't. I was like, fuck that, I'm ringing Ben now. I ring Ben and I was like, can you get on to Shifner? Fucking. And he's like, what's going on? I said, I'd want to tell you tomorrow, but I rolled your F truck. Fuck, are you all right? He did not worry about his F truck. So anyway, that was all good. I finally conned Wilson into driving me up to Scott Shifner's, but they're all at CFR. He's about to win the Canadian title, this Scott Shifner, <laughs> and he's pretty sort of a proper cunt. He didn't really... He thought I was a bit too loose for him. But anyway, we rolled in there at midnight, got the tractor, flipped this F-truck over, turned the key on, mate. She just rolled straight on. Drove her out of this paddock, parked her on up, woke Ooh. up the next morning just in the horrors going, fuck me, jeez, what have I done? But... Yeah, no, Ben and them, they were good. Lucky enough, I, I was second at the PBR Canada finals that year, so I got to pay for the damage. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the only reason I rode them there. <laughs> Kept John pretty tight. Yeah, bud. And then I've only ever crashed vehicles in Canada. When I was living in Edmonton, it was me boss's bloody birthday party, so we are on the piss on the whiskey and that. He's like, oh... Run out of a bag of weed, and I said, Well, we might as well go get a bag of weed and <laughs> drive down this road. And I'm driving, yarning to the boys, and I'm looking back at his brother, and they're like, What's this corner? I said, What fucking corner? I looked up, and here's this hard left corner, no good in the snow. Uh, as an Aussie, just put his foot on the brake, <laughs> yeah. fucking straight into this tree. The branch come in just in the middle, we we're Holy fucking shit. lucky. Anyway, so we, well, we fucked this up. He's rang his father in law. Come pick us up. We jump in this car and we're driving on back. Oh, fuck, what are we going to do? Anyway, I'm thinking, fuck, I've left my phone wallet in that fucking thing. I didn't want us to tell him about it. So I had this little beat up fucking car, a little get sort of thing. Get home, make sure they're into the whiskey and that. I'll sneak down, get in my car. And I'm like, fuck, I'll go get my phone and that from there. Anyway, I'm driving down there going, how the fuck did I crash in this? And doing a little bit of this and that on the way home, get me phone. Next minute, like a bit of wind's blowing a bit of snow across the thing on the road. I've hit this fucking thing and she's just went sideways, <laughs> sideways. And all I remember, no seatbelt, just hanging on the steering wheel and I did two two big loops. Hit with the wheels on the ground and I was facing our fucking house. I was right out front of our house. And I thought, fuck, they would have heard that. Anyway, I'm trying to turn this car and it's, 
was no fucking F truck. She's no F truck. She's just fucked. <laughs> so I snuck down the back, got the tractor and just put the fork straight through the fucking window, picked her up and drove her right out the back of the place and hid it under some trees. <laughs> two, two days later it took me, I said, where's your fucking car? Don't ask. I just fucking did. I said, well, about ten minutes after I crashed his fucking Dodge, I rolled that cunt right out front here. <laughs> oh, fuck. And yeah, that was a solid yarn, that one. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's wild, brass. Yeah, so don't drive with me in the snow. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, so that was- you're right in Australia, but you've got a good track record yeah, over here. pretty good. I even got all my demerits. Yeah, shit. This was up me the old day. I said, well, probably afford to lose a few. Yeah, fucking start getting into them. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nah, keep her driving. Fucking hate. So, mate, uh, you said you're fucking on the PBR tour. Yep. Mate, um, what, what was the fucking wildest radio you've ever been to over there? Because they reckon there's some fucking loose radios. Oh, uh, ink. In Canada, would be it wasn't even a PBR event; it was a, a different a sanctioned event of BRC with the the CPRA, and they'd have the Big Valley Jamboree over there that goes for the week. Got all them big bands, but you have bulls for breakfast. Eight o'clock, you're getting on fucking bulls. Yeah, right. And we got rubber arms, us cowboys, so we're there all week, fucking going hard, getting on the shrooms and whatnot. I never had shrooms one night. It's like here, have these books. I have some shrooms. I knew it was going to fuck me up, but I didn't realise it fucked me up that much. Yeah, right. We roll in there. You think you're riding elephants? Well, it was after we <laughs> rode, but we just got partying a day or two into it and we were just sketched out. And I remember waking up the next morning still feeling fucking sketched out and going, I've got to go get on a fucking bull here. I rode it. I won on that fucking bull too, but I tell you what, I... The odds were against me on that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, that would be the loosest one we'd ever been at. The first time we were there, we were still meant to go. We only meant to be there for one day. And then George Strait was on, so then, we, of course, we stayed. Fucking nice. Got on the sea. King of country. And my best mate, he, he had the nice, he couldn't even fall off this fucking thing. It's how good it was to draw that you'd just show up and get on it. We got that drunk and said, fuck it. We're not going to this rodeo, we're too drunk. And I said, Waterboy, you got to go, you got safety belts. There's no way you can't fucking get on that. Yeah. He's like, well, if you don't go on fucking on, I had this dirty fucking thing that I wasn't even going to place and so I was definitely not going. But on the way there, we pull up, leaving BBJ and me mate Matty Turner, he pulled up and said, we need fucking fuel. Pulls the van in. He went to fuel her up at this UFA, like a servo over there and, Taps car, nah, she's not working, he's driving away and I'm half drunk laying in the back of the van and all I could hear was this. I said, what the fuck's that? And he looks in his revision there and he's, he's knocked the nozzle off and the whole fuel hose is just banging up against the door going. So I sit up and I said, I bet you you fucking left the fuel cap back there too, you silly cunt. And he said, no, nah, that's in my pocket. Oh, God, oh, so that goes to tell you what sort of state we're in, so we probably weren't right to go get on them bulls. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what's the rankest bull you got on over there? Uh, the hard to say. There's a lot of rank bulls over there, you know. Um, I don't know. There's a little little bull that I don't think too many people would know, 20 to life, Lauren Highs. He's, he's probably about this big like a little miniature fucking thing. <laughs> but it, it smoked me at Delburn, but... I'd say it was the rankest bull I ever got on in my life, that trip. But I, I got on some decent known bulls and that. I was 
Road Slash, which he was, a, I guess, the most decorated bull in Canada. Yep. But to me, when I first turned up, I was like, it spins left, it's got no fucking horns. Why can't you ride this fucking thing? And I was lucky enough to get on him at Stavely. And this is a good yarn in itself with Stavely, but when I rode him for 92 and a half, I was like, I already knew it before I was going to get on him to ride that. And he'd be the most decorated fucker that I know yep. that I rode and got on him two other times and didn't even warm him up. He fucking smoked me every other time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it was just that mindset of going into it, going, fucking, what are you doing? This is just the fucking paddock bull, really. <laughs> yeah. Looking at, so for, for the mental aspect, I guess I'd just give it at all. When you get on them big daunt fuckers, I guess you've got a little bit of poke your chest out, don't put your fucking head out there or yeah. anything like that. So. But no, Slash would probably go down as probably the most decorated bull I ever got on, yeah. Yep, and you just said that staple yarn. What's that yarn? Oh, well, that same day before we did the round, we got on a bull called Cinch Black Label. I was 86-something, won the round. Anyway, I was just cheering. I like to smoke weed. Well, not much of a drink, but I smoke weed. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm just going to slip out here, have one, and then wait until we find out what we're getting on. Anyway, I roll out there and I'm just about to put this water in this bong and next minute have one. I've gone and it's, this fucking dirty bong's gone all over me, mate. I just, just smelt rank of it. Roll back in, you're getting on slash, holy fuck, and I'm trying to steer clear of everyone because I knew how rank I smelt. Get on it and rode it and then getting an interview and this Teddy's interviewing he's like, go fucking change, man. Like, go over shit. You fucking stink. I didn't have the balls to tell him what was on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, well, got got to see a fella, I don't know, something to brag about, but me and Mark Ward were in Mexico. We got, I got the, was lucky enough to go to Chihuahua PBR and we're at a bar when, there. When you say lucky enough, mate, is it is that the creme de la creme? Like- oh, Nah, well, they're just like, yeah, I guess paying your way to go there and it was meant to be like a big $30,000 bull ride and whatnot. Yep. So they paid your way in that and they're only taking a select few. So yep. I guess you're lucky enough to be in that top 45 or whatever they were doing with it. You yep. didn't have to be top 45 in the world, but it was whatever Mexico was doing. But anyway, we rolled over there and they had some good fellas, like some old olders like Mark Ward and all that. So I'm sitting out having a few yarns with Mark Ward at this PBR bar and we walk out to have this cigarette and next minute, boom, boom, we look over and we just see this fella drop. Thought, Holy fuck. Just got shot. Shot. Blew his fucking head off. And what? I'm like, yeah, mate, legit. Never seen old buddy fire it, but we've seen the action of falling down and just declare it. And... Wardy's like, I don't know fucking about you, Burks, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. He didn't have to say that twice. It was fucking <laughs> straight in with him. And that was my first trip to Mexico, and believe it or not. Your boy's going to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> and then, fuck, we went back again to Tijuana and that. And it was still meant to be the same fucking deal, like 30 grand US dollars, I thought. Yeah. I win this fucking deal. 
It's 30,000 fucking pesos. <laughs> but I was fucking ropeable. I'm on Facebook fucking cussing these, fuck these Mexicans. <laughs> they ripped us. My mum's like, get the fuck out of that country. Like, you're yeah, going to yeah, disappear, you fuckwit. Yeah. And she was generally worried and I'm like, no fucking mum. Like, I come down here for money. It fucking cost me 30,000 fucking pesos. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> fuck all. Zach, how much is that? Fucking 30,000 pesos. It's probably fuck. fucking $300, mate. I don't know. It wasn't much. But anyway, I ended up kind of nobody. Because you'd be there, you go, fuck yeah, I've just pumped this. Yeah, I was yeah, you're fucking good to go. Cheering, yeah, mate. Like, I was like, yep. Yeah. 800 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, I spent that in one night there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so That's went, fucking wild, mate. Yeah, so they ended up having like, in Mexico, they make all them cool stuff. So old buddy had about 40 odd bull ropes there. Yeah. So, well, I'll get them. You know, I'm loading all these. I'll come back to Australia with a shitload of bull ropes. <laughs> yeah. Let anyone know I won all them fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I made them pay me in bull ropes. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. yeah, you would feel fucking robbed. Yeah, mate. I was I was generally fucking wild, eh? I yeah. was ready, ready to go to town, but it was just the wrong country to fucking be doing any of that in. <laughs> so fucking hell. Especially after, back. and, and you, the back of your head, you'd be thinking, fuck, last time I was here, some cunt got his head blown off. Yeah, 100%, <laughs> but dead I right. don't want that to be me. Dead fucking right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. beautiful. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.